You're listening to the best of Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. Be sure to catch our show live every Sunday on 1370 AM Austin. For information, archives, and upcoming presentations, visit our website at www.livingwealthyradio.com. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio with your host, Teresa Kuhn. Good afternoon. You're listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard every Sunday at noon here on Talk Radio, 1370 AM. Streaming live at talk1370.com. I'm Teresa Kuhn, helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Did you know that approximately 65% of all businesses in the United States are owned by baby boomers? Are you one of them? Perhaps you've had your business for many years or even decades, and while it's been good to you, you're feeling that tug of retirement. Experts tell us that half of all boomer business owners want to exit their businesses in the next five years and over 75% in the next 10 years. The numbers are staggering. Between 7 and 12 million businesses will need to be exited over the next 20 years. So what's the problem? There are only about 24,000 sold every year. Our guests today are authorities in business acquisitions, successions, and exit planning for people who fit precisely into this crowd. Today, we're speaking with Heath Franson, and he is the founder of Delta Business Services and attorney Mark Torek, business succession planning and estate planning attorney. Welcome, but Heath and Mark. Thank you so much, Teresa. It's great to be back on Living Wealthy. It's wonderful. Hi. How you doing, Teresa? I'll awesome. tell you, it's a beautiful day here in Corpus Christi. And you're living the dream, I hear. I'm living the dream, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. So, guys, is the problem really this big as far as baby boomers who want to sell their business? It is colossal. It is absolutely colossal. What we had between the years 1946 and 1967 was annually 4.5 million births in this country. This is every year, a minimum of 4.5 million, and that peaked in 1957 with about 5.1 million births. So over the span of the baby boom generation, we we collectively have about 100 million births in this country. And then you, when you factor in immigration, uh, that adds another 30.5 million baby boomer age folks on top of it. So you got about 130 million folks that comprise the baby boomer generation in this country. It's the single largest generation that we have. It's also the single most entrepreneurial. It's one-third of the population of this country. And um, baby boomers started businesses. And those businesses have been going along for 10, 20, 30, sometimes 35 years. And, And they're good little businesses. The problem is that when it comes to exiting their businesses, there aren't very many options as far as handing off 
baby, the business that has been so good to them over the years, uh, and, and having it continue to grow and continue to be successful um, and provide a legacy for these folks. There's no one there to, to really cradle their life's work and have it continue on into the future, um, except for about 24,000. You know, roughly 24,000 on average get sold successfully each year. And, and so that's a colossal problem. So, yes. Well, I would think that some of these baby boomers have children that do want to take over the business and perhaps other employees that want to take over the business. But for those baby boomers, and, and baby boomers, actually the ages today are between 48 and 68. Right, um, the top right. of the baby boomers are 68 years old, and there's in the next 10 years, right? Those in their 50s and 60s are thinking, "Oh my gosh, I, you know, I want to retire, I want to relax, I want to go live the dream." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and if their kids aren't interested in the business and they don't have employees that they trust to take care of the business and continue um, mm-hmm. the legacy, then their only option is to put their business up for sale. That's precisely correct. So if you take the conservative end of the baby boomer business owner wave that's going to be exiting their businesses, uh, which which is $7 million, that's, that's the most conservative figure that we've come across at Delta. <clears throat> seven million businesses? Seven million businesses with payroll uh, owned by business owners who are in the baby boomer generation that that are going to need to be exited. If you divide that over uh, the span of a generation, which is typically about 20 years, you get roughly 350,000 to 378,000 businesses on average that need to be sold every year. Um, Out of that 378,000, 40% 40% will be able to pull off an internal exit. That's where you do. Sell to the employees with a ESOP, for example, or a, you, you, find, you have one employee inside the business that you've been grooming for ownership and you sell to, to them. Or there's a family member or relative that you can exit the business to. You don't have to look outside of the business to find an exit strategy. That's called an internal exit. And about 40% of the time, people can pull one of those off. 60% of the time, they're going to be doing an external exit. And that means they're going to have to take their chances with the with the market to find a buyer that's going to be a good fit to take over baby and, and try to work a deal with respect to price and terms and conditions and so forth to successfully transition that business to someone who does have skills and tools, hopefully, who can take care of baby and make sure it runs successfully on into the future. So that the, the pool of business buyers qualified business buyers is really small. It's just a small fraction of this tsunami, we're calling it, of baby boomer business owners. And 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 that's basically what we're faced with, and we're going to be faced with this over the next 20 to 25 years. It's it's certainly a buyer's market, but sellers really need to to face the reality of of the parameters of this thing because it's colossal. 
Well, why can't a business owner just work with a business broker? I, you know, I, I make the analogy, and actually I, I do have to give the disclosure here that uh, Heath, you and uh, I sit on the board of the company that uh, you founded, and I do have a share in the company, so I need to, to make that disclosure, right, and let people know that. Um, yes. With regards to the baby, but we're selling the business, I like to use the analogy of real estate because I think most people can relate to selling real estate, selling and buying real estate, right? Right. right. And so mm-hmm. if I'm a business owner, um, why can't I just use a broker to sell my business? Why is that right. so difficult to do? We get that question a lot. And and the the sober reality is while the 40,000-foot view uh, of selling a business and selling a piece of real estate might be similar, it stops being similar once a contract gets put in place. Because a due diligence process with a business is is much different than the due diligence process with a piece of real estate. The do, and and furthermore, the transition process from old ownership to new ownership with a business is completely different than than it is with a piece of real estate. Real estate doesn't really have the the moving parts like a business does. Real estate is is uh, is actually a pretty simple transaction going from seller to buyer. There are people in place already established uh, who facilitate that process. There are lawyers, there are, there are title companies, there are brokers, and, and those brokers actually in real estate, those folks are licensed. They, they have state mandates for ethics, and, and, and they have to treat you right, and if they don't, well, then they can lose their license, so there's recourse for principal. Um, and so th- there are standards inside the real estate world. There are norms and procedures that people can, can, can really uh, be assured by. And real estate—that's that's real estate. Real estate is God make. I made a ton of money in real estate. It, it's it's a wonderful business, and and um, uh, the transition process from seller to buyer is is relatively smooth, and it's relatively short. When you're selling a business, it's it's more like the wild west. There are not state mandates for ethics with business brokers. It's basically, uh, in Latin, it's called uh, caveat venditor, which means the seller needs to beware. It's almost the, the flip side of caveat emptor, which is buyer beware. There aren't any ethical mandates. There aren't any licensure requirements unless you're in Florida. Florida's the only state. So when you get solicit the services of a business broker, you're 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 taking your chances. Eighty-seven percent. Let me give you some statistics, and I'll if I, if I give you some statistics, it'll help you paint the picture. Eighty-seven percent of businesses that are listed by business brokers, these are the ones that are listed. They never sell. Of those that do sell, this is the 13% that do, three out of four of them fail in transition from old ownership to new ownership. Now, what's wrong with this picture? You have about a 3% chance of selling a business successfully the traditional way, and a huge part of the sale-fail problem is 
the business broker, the intermediary. Most of those guys don't don't really have experience owning a business. If you haven't owned a business, successfully run it and grown it and exited it yourself, uh, how in the world are you expected to help a a principal, someone else, exit their business successfully? It's just it's it's a mad mad world. So out of a hundred businesses that are listed mm-hmm. with the business broker community, mm-hmm. you're telling me that only three sell successfully? Yes, ma'am. And that's a verifiable statistic. And we cite those statistic sources in, in, our, in our white papers and our free reports. So three out of 100 businesses actually sell mm-hmm. successfully. And you created Delta or developed mm-hmm. the Delta Um, business services concept out of your frustration from the business buyer perspective, because you were a business buyer and you had um, hundreds of transactions, right, that you attempted, and each and every time there were major, major issues and you were dealing with business brokers. And you said there has got to be a better way, therefore you birthed Delta Business Services. Indeed. Uh, Like Richard Branson says, all great businesses are born out of frustration. And he's one of my favorite people. And sure enough, that's exactly why we decided to to take another look at the drawing board and go back and look at what a seller really needs to get success in a transaction, what a buyer really needs to get success in a transaction, and, and boil it all down to the fundamental elements. And we just recreated the solution that became the Delta solution out of what doesn't work and what will work. And we didn't do the things that don't work, and we do do the things that work every time. And that's how we have a a, a, a completely opposite uh, success ratio. You know, if three percent of them are successful. The traditional way, we flip that number around. We have a 95-plus percent success rate at Delta. That sounds too good to be true. Uh, that's that's the typical response that we get. It sounds too good to be true, so it, it probably is. And, and I love it when I'm asked that, this question because it gives me the chance to really enlighten sellers as to re- the reality of the whole exit process. Because up until now, you know, we've talked about the Delta solution and benefits to sellers, how it, it takes care of retirement planning and estate planning and tax planning and asset protection and, and, and also sound business succession planning because sellers get the assurance of a seasoned, experienced leadership team coming over and, and, and taking care of baby from here, here on in. <clears throat> and so a seller can, can basically sell their business and keep 100% of their net worth from the business intact and this literally lets them sell their business, get cash flow for, for life, and pay zero taxes. I, I, but I haven't mentioned the the business the benefits to buyers yet. And the truth is that it's very difficult to buy businesses because it's so difficult to get them financed. There's something in the financial markets called the capital gap, and the capital gap is a void in the capital markets between half a million and $5 million, where capital players just don't want to fund due to some of the institutional barriers on either end. It's this no-man's-land-of-a-money-desert where businesses that are too big to 
be small and too small to be big go to die because there is no capital for these deals. And this is why so many businesses can't be sold. They can't be sold because they can't be bought. They can't be bought because they can't be financed. And the second thing is that a deal can't really be structured that makes sense to both principles. For example, a business broker, here we are back at business brokers again, a business broker will list a company for typically one to two years. Success rates are only 3%. So the broker will talk an owner into aggressively discounting the price in order to attract interest. This could be 10% to 20% or more on low-priced companies because the risk is higher. If the company sells, the owner will pay an aggregate of 50% or more of the company's net worth for the privilege of transferring ownership. This is the cumulative effect of discounting commissions, taxes, payables, liabilities, settlement fees, and the like. And this activity hurts, not helps, sellers, as they will leave their business having paid everyone else but themselves, all due to what are known as the frictional costs of transfer. And so what winds up happening, Teresa, is all of this makes for a very expensive game of musical chairs. By engaging in such brokerage activity, owners can impose upon themselves the equivalent of such losses in a tax. They're basically taxing themselves into exit failure. Now, the last thing is risk. Many buyers don't want to take unnecessary risk because they can't facilitate a smooth transition from old ownership to new ownership, which is the key in buying businesses, by the way. Too often, a buyer is asked to make personal guarantees on various debt instruments, and quite frankly, this is unacceptable. How can a person rationally guarantee every penny of debt on an enterprise that he has never owned? Any decent business person will have their personal assets locked away in limited partnerships or trusts and the like anyway. And if things do go sideways, the buyer only needs to declare bankruptcy and the the seller is left in the lurch. And this is why personal guarantees provide zero real benefit to sellers. The Delta solution allows both the buyer and the seller to avoid these hassles and the stress of the sale and achieve their mutual goals with, with transparency and trust bookending the process. So it's a great deal for us as well as any seller. And we constantly deliver on our promises because our, our team is, is, is savvy. We have the execution intelligence that it, it takes to really make this happen. So I think this is a good time to bring Mark into the conversation because, Mark, right. you are part of the legal team that helped Keith develop this process. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting it's very interesting to to look at how Delta Solutions developed and and it was really um, primarily a in response to various questions. Well, how do we solve this problem? How do we solve this problem? How do we solve this problem? How do we solve that problem? And, and Mark, if I may interrupt you for a moment, can you speak sure. to your background first because it's. There's so much credibility there, and you have such expertise uh, well, in this area. Um, I, I'm going to allow you to brag for a moment. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I've been practicing for, for over 30 years. Um, I've done securities work with some various insurance companies. I've been in private practice. I've done quite a bit of uh, stuff. I've been in private practice now for uh, the last seven years. Uh, focused primarily on estate planning and real estate and uh, and, and small businesses, representing small businesses. Um, we've done... Uh, uh, 
what we what we look at is and and what now that I've entered this stage of my life, I'm looking more to to helping my clients and helping people rather than rather than make the make the big money kind of thing. So um, so what we're doing is we are really we saw a tremendous need for estate planning and business succession planning and and. Uh, uh, keeping the family ranch or farm in the family kind of thing, um, because a, a lot of business owners don't plan for this, and it and it, it is absolutely critical that you plan now. First of all, it'll give you the peace of mind, but second of all, it allows for a, an orderly process to occur when uh, when something happens, when something catastrophic happens, or 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 even uh, uh, even not catastrophic uh, it allows for that that orderly transition and everybody knows what to do and and uh, uh, and do that so so we've been focusing on estate planning and uh, uh, and and helping families protect uh, uh, protect themselves and have having helping parents protect their kids and and all that kind of thing um, in addition to our business succession stuff and where I was what I was going to to um, talk about a little bit was that uh, what Delta Solutions has done is they have answered the individual questions. And by doing that and coming up with solutions to that, they have taken some very, very basic principles and basic techniques and combined them into a rather unique um, business model situation kind of thing. Um, everybody knows about leases. Well, that leases are part of it. Everybody knows about the gain in basis when when uh, an owner dies. Well, that's a part of it as well. Everyone knows about uh, uh, ongoing cash flow and 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 training and all those kinds of things. Um, and and wonders about credit risk and wonders about well, what happens if this happens or that happens. And what Delta Solutions has done is it's taken all of these questions and put it into uh, a, a business form that an- not only answers those questions, but does it in, in what I like to call a very elegant way, uh, which benefits both the sellers and the buyers. Mark, I hate to interrupt you. We are going to go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, we want to hear more about this, this package uh, that Delta has put together uh, along with your help. Um, this is Teresa Kuhn with Living Wealthy Radio. We will be right back after this break. Living Wealthy Radio. Visit Teresa's team online at livingwealthyradio.com, 1-800-382-0830 now. Call 1-800-382-0830. Welcome back, Austin, to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. Our guest today, Heath Franson, founder of Delta Business Services and attorney Mark Torok. And we are speaking about the tsunami of baby boomer business owners that are going to be wanting to sell their businesses in the next uh, five, ten years. And uh, before we took a break, uh, Mark, we were speaking about the the special um, problems that 
business owners face in selling their businesses and buyers, business buyers face in buying a business and all the different issues. And when Heath was buying businesses for himself the traditional way, um, he realized all these problems and came to you. You were part of his team and trying to put together like a secret sauce, like the special recipe on addressing every single one of these problems. So tell me, Mark, and and maybe Heath, you could also chime in, why can't a business buyer today or or a seller just put together what you guys have done and duplicate this, this process? Well, the answer to that question is, uh, first of all, you have to know the right questions to ask before you can get to the solutions. Um, and and we see that this a lot in law. Well, why can't I just go onto the internet and do a will or do a trust or whatever? Uh, and basically, the answer to that, quite frankly, is that you can. You certainly can. And you might get it right just by luck. Or you can go to law school for three years and study and 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 uh, pass the bar and and come out and uh, uh, and gain all the experience that 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 you can. Um, so, so yes, is it possible? Yes, you can go to law school, et cetera, et cetera. The 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 real question is why would you want to try and do it yourself when there's already a model, and and that's the you know I I it was very interesting because I I have I have always been very individualistic. Um, I taught myself to ski when I was in the Northeast, uh, but I didn't really become a good skier until I actually wanted to become a ski instructor and had to take the classes to become a ski instructor. That's when I got really good, and I got really good really fast. Um, So that's the – I liken that to this. Yes, you probably can at least get most of the components here. But there, there are insurance components. There are, there are legal components. There are business components. There, there are components from different, um, different areas of expertise that are all here. Can you get them? Probably yes. Um, if you know how to write, if you know how to ask the, the the questions. Plus, what you also have to have is you have to have the experience of doing. 10, 20, 30, or 40, or 50 of these, um, and, and doing them correctly. Uh, otherwise, you're going to, it, it just isn't worth it. For something as important as your business, you need to have someone who has done it previously. And, and I certainly appreciate everybody's, most entrepreneurs want to do it all themselves. Um, but, uh, you know, Please hire an expert, and 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 it's not something that that even if you were to walk into my office and say, "Can you help me with this?" I can help you with certain legal aspects. But as I said, there are other aspects to this that that I'm not involved in. I'm not involved in the insurance or key man insurance or or or. or working with the credit risk or anything like that. I'm not involved with that at all. So so you really you really need to go to a specialist in this regard. Mark, I'm I'm one of those who does have uh, a JD who did spend years in law school and did practice for a little bit and there's no way I would touch this with a ten foot pole. 
Um, right. You have the business succession planning expertise and the real estate background and the estate and wealth protection planning background and the business, you know, all of that experience um, of putting together these kind of plans. Um, good luck, someone who's trying to do it without without a law degree, much less without legal experience. And Heath, I would address this question to you. Uh, besides the legal expertise and experience and the legal components of putting together um, a solid exit plan for a seller, you've got, you've added um, to your solution elements that really cannot be duplicated. Well, indeed, um, there there are certain aspects of of the Delta solution that make it proprietary, and and you're really only going to find those things with us. It's similar to Teresa, a tool in someone's tool belt. In the hands of a master craftsman, that tool can be utilized well, and you can create a masterpiece. In the hands of someone who doesn't know what they're doing, good luck you're probably going to wind up with a very funky-looking house. And and that's basically the bottom line. The, the There are so many moving parts to not just the Delta solution, but the transition process and uh, moving from old ownership to new ownership and creating corporate culture and financial management and uh, all, of, all of the other aspects of the business side of business that that make the Delta solution and our proposition to the marketplace a 100% success. And, and that's, it's, it's really more about the craftsman than it is the tool in and of itself. And the transition, the way you make it sound, um, it, it, it can sound to somebody somewhat overwhelming, but the process is in place where it really is um, you walk the seller through the process A to Z so that they have a successful transition. That's right. It's, it's systematized. It's, it's systematic. And because we've seen all the problem areas, and we know the pitfalls to avoid, and we're able to take a seller by the hand so that they do the, the correct things correctly the first time and avoid the mistakes. Typically, a, a transition process, it's... it's it's uh, on average around three years. We boil all of that down to five to six months. And the reason we're able to do that and accelerate the process and make it such a win-win is because of the experience of having done it before, both successfully and unsuccessfully, and we learned from the mistakes, and we corrected to improve, and we can now avoid the pitfalls and and the bunny trails and just just stick to the critical path and do the right things the right way the first time out and that's really what execution is is all about in its essence and we can execute that process in in 5 to 6 months and make it painless and worry free and you've got on your team uh, a gentleman who is absolutely brilliant he's a data scientist Speak to his area of expertise and why that's such an integral part of the Delta process. Well, we call him the professor. 
because he he definitely is the smartest man in the room. His name is Patrick McDonald. And I call I've him been... Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and he is, and he loves it. Yeah, indeed he does. He is he is brilliant at data science. He's one of the the foremost authorities in the world in business analytics and data science, and that this is really where business is headed. It's the future of of commerce and. What he specializes in is is examining businesses all the way down to the micro level. He has an incredible tool belt. When I talk about skills and tools, this guy, he he has all of them. And literally, it's over 615 tools that we have at Delta, and, and his tool belt is more than 50%. His optics give him the ability to look deeply inside a company all the way down to the transactional level and determine a customer's buying habits. And he can reverse engineer the, those habits and build a model that, that is actu- actually predictive in nature. We, we have the ability to see around corners at Delta. And, and we can see a little bit into the future, and we do that every day so that we continue to see into the future and we can make timely and accurate decisions based on the, the data and the facts that we're getting in real time. So all of this, our, our system is in, integrated so that we see on a daily basis what our customers are doing, what our employees are doing, the activities that are generating the results, and we can report those, measure the outcomes, and then correct those activities to improve the results that we're getting. And that's how we consistently grow and and prosper, and we can even do this in, in a deflationary economy and, and even a depression. And the that's reason what why, data science does. And the reason why this is so important to a seller is they have basically transitioned out of the business, but they're uh-huh. still receiving ongoing recurring income from the yes. business, and they want to make sure the business is still viable. All of yeah. this, this that you have in place assures the seller this is possible, right? Exactly, because what a seller is going to be concerned about is, is this business going to lose relevance in the future? And what we do through consistent execution and application of all of these these tools that we have is we make sure that operationally the business is not losing relevance at all. In fact, it's gaining momentum in a, an ever-crowded uh, marketplace that is always changing, incredibly complex, and highly competitive. Absolutely. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And so that's what really gives, well, all of this and above, right, all of the above gives Delta the upper hand in terms of uh, when it comes to buying a business, why would a seller want to sell their business to just any old buyer, right? Exactly. So you have you have the the usual suspects in the in the private equity realm and and I'm just going to go ahead and say it because my promise is to tell the listeners the truth. The sober reality of private equity is that 
sellers get really frustrated selling their businesses to private equity because private equity generally sees employees as liabilities and not much else. They'll go in and they'll pick clean a company, they'll asset strip it, and and when they cut deep into a company like that, they cut the cash flow centers. And you, you, they strip these businesses down and make them really, really lean, and and they bundle this business with another business with another business. They bundle them all together so that they have a portfolio of companies, and they can do some they can do some transactions inside that bundle to to paper over some of the losses that that they've created. Um, and then they sell the bundle of businesses on down the line to another private equity firm where they'll go public or they'll sell to a mutual fund or something like that. And the whole thing seems really soulless. Uh, my, and this is my frustration with private equity is that they're just not doing it right. My, my thing is I think baby boomers would would be starkly concerned knowing that that was happening to their life's work. And at Delta, we do not do that. We do not compromise the integrity of the business. We keep the customers in place. We keep the employees in place. We like things the way they are. We're going to get in and make some improvements. We're going to continue to run it and grow it successfully, but we're not going to be asset stripping a business to bundle with another business that we've done the same thing to and paper over losses and sell it on down the line to somebody else who's, who's, who's a sucker. We keep those businesses in place. We want them to run successfully for years, be prosperous, because the arrangement that we strike with the seller is for life. And we're taking care of the seller, mom and dad, for life. So we see the arrangement, the whole arrangement, as as a marriage. It's it's all the way out until the last day. And and we're not going to compromise any of the uh any of the aspects of a business purchase for the sake of the almighty dollar. We don't do that. And, and Teresa, if I can jump in Absolutely. here, I think that's um, that's a point that that I think should probably be made because in your in your normal sale of a business, the the, the buyer and the seller do not have the same aligned interests. But with this solution, the parties' interests are aligned. There's a continuing relationship that goes on as long as the business owner's alive. And, and, and the business owner's interests and the new buyer, Delta's buyer, are aligned. The interests are completely aligned to see that business not only grow uh, or, or prosper or, or exist, not merely exist, but also to grow and prosper um, over time. And and so the the interests are are completely aligned at that point. And uh, and I think that's an important uh, an important point to make here. Well. Indeed. I, I, I totally agree. Uh, the alternative, of course, like you said, Mark, so beautifully, the interests of the buyer and seller here are aligned with traditional method of selling a business. They're not aligned. It's actually very adversarial. Very, yes. And so from the seller perspective, um, many times they have to finance the business because 
the the business size is not one that financing is available. Um, mm-hmm. If the business burns down the building or burns down the business, the seller has zero, has nothing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, speak speak to that. Speak to the 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 traditional way of selling a business and all the issues there and why it's so adversarial. Well, it, it, it really is. I mean, just the, just just the selling of the business. What does the buyer want? The buyer wants to buy a business for as little as possible. I mean, that's that that's the spirit. The seller wants to sell his business for as much as possible. And, and I have seen instances, um, and, and a lot of times people don't have representation when they do it, or they have the they have the wrong kind of representation um, to the point where it ultimately hurts them. And and I I can't tell you how many times I've represented one or the other, and and have had folks uh, had negotiations with folks. Uh, and then, you know, it's like, well, okay, so you said you were going to get 30 phones, and there's only 28. Well, all right, we'll pay for the extra phone. But you know what? I'm not going to tell you this secret over here. I'm not going to tell you that our main supplier likes uh, uh, likes uh, li- likes to go out for drinks after he talks to you or whatever it is. Um, so there's, there, there's a lot of that that goes on in your traditional negotiations for businesses. Um, one of the things that we haven't talked about that that I that I think I can uh, I, I think I can uh, uh, talk relatively competently competently to are, are the taxes, and we haven't really talked about how big a bite selling a business, uh, how big the government tax bite is. This solution has a tax, I don't want to say it's tax driven, but it was certainly one of the ways. How can we avoid a large tax uh, bill? And the way we, the way it's structured is, and everybody knows about, you know, when you pay, there's only one real good tax avoidance or tax deduction or whatever, and that's that you take a stepped-up basis when you die. The problem with that is you have to die, okay? Your property mm-hmm. takes a stepped-up basis if you've been depreciating it, which all businesses should. Uh, if you're depreciating your equipment, it takes a stepped-up basis when you when you pass away. Um, you can only use it once. I mean, obviously, and although there are some religions that will that will even guard against that, but, but normally you can only use it once. Uh, and, and it takes a stepped-up basis. Well, interestingly, with the Delta solution, title to that property, and that property doesn't pass until you pass. And so by, by taking the stepped-up basis, your estate, you know, not, I'm not talking about estate taxes. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the sale of the business, the income kind of thing, uh, and, and, and recapture of, of, uh, of depreciation. There's none of that with this solution. And that's where where everybody kind of walks away going, hmm, really? It didn't, you know, I, I don't have to give the give the government half or, or 40% or whatever. And I think that's real important to, uh, uh, to realize that, uh, you know, when you sell a business traditionally, you're probably going to get hit with a good tax bill, whether it's 25% or a third or whatever it is, it's still going to mean less money for your heirs if you were to pass away, but this solution gets the full value of the business to the heirs. Also because there are no payments for a business broker. So you've got the the taxes, you've got the um, broker fees, 
that are not mm-hmm. part of this. So at the end of the day, the seller walks away with so much more money. And in fact, on the Delta Business Services dot com website, I, I believe Heath, you've got uh, you've got a table that shows the advantages of selling your business through the Delta Business Service way, and the advantages are staggering. Mm-hmm. So indeed, indeed, you're talking about our most popular information product, and that, that is the free report that people get just by visiting the site. And I'd encourage everyone to go there and, and get it. It's free. www.deltabusinessservices.com and opt in for the free report. It's called the Perfect Business Exit Strategy: How to Sell Your Business, Get Cash Flow for Life, and Pay Zero Taxes. And what we have is a lifestyle comparison table. And what we do is take a, a sample deal. These are real deals, real examples, and and we take them through what a seller can expect with a traditional sale and what a seller can expect with a Delta Solution sale. And we take them all the way through the process, all the way through past their their estate distribution to their heirs, all the way till the telltale end. So the, the, everyone gets the big picture, and they can see everything. And when you come away having read that report, if you're really serious about selling your business, you're going to give us a call. Well, on the livingwealthyradio.com website, we are certainly going to link deltabusinessservices.com uh, on the, the posting for the show. And also, Mark, we will list your website as well, but for our listeners right now, it's TorikLaw.com, and that's T-O-R-O-K Law.com. I'd like to thank both of you so much for coming on the show today. This is a huge problem. Business owners, if you are listening right now, you have got to check out this solution. If you are thinking of selling your business anytime in the near future, even if it's a year, two years, five years from now, you've got to check this out and start thinking and making plans. Again, thank you so much, gentlemen, for coming on the show today. This is Teresa Kuhn with Living Wealthy Radio. You've been listening to Living Wealthy Radio on Talk 1370 and streaming live at Talk1370.com. I'm Teresa Kuhn, and I hope you'll join me again next week as I show you ways to live wealthier. Resources are available for you on our website at livingwealthyradio.com.